0: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord Jesus, we just praise and thank you right now as we sit in this church. I ask that your Holy Spirit would come upon us at this moment. Anoint our minds, our hearts, our ears. Anoint my tongue, Lord, to preach your word. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of just being Catholic. Thank you for choosing us, for calling us, for giving us the gift of baptism. Thank you for dwelling within us. Lord, as we sit here, I ask that you just give us the grace of comfort and peace. Help us to put before you all of our struggles, our anxieties, and our weaknesses, and to leave this church renewed with your love and your mercy. Make us new, Lord, and help us to be courageous disciples and to continue to learn to love you and to serve you in our lives. I ask that you bless our families, bless all the sick, all those who have passed from among us, And help us to always be focused on You. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. So Jesus gives us a beautiful parable today in the Gospel. And the past couple Sundays, Jesus has been speaking in parables. So whenever Jesus gives a parable, ultimately what He's doing is He's giving a short story. And in this story, there's this spiritual lesson. There's something that Jesus is trying to teach us, something that the Lord wants us to learn through these stories. Now today we hear this story that Jesus gives us about the weeds and the wheat, and Jesus is trying to teach us a lesson here. If you have a garden or you have a lot of landscaping around your house, you know very well just what a weed is. It chokes up the other plants, it chokes up the other flowers, and so you might go around your house, spray some Roundup, or or pull the weeds from their root. I remember as a kid, if I was bad or we did something bad, my mom would be like, okay, you have to weed this entire part of the lawn. And we know just how much weeds can choke and and can destroy the fruits and the plants that are surrounded around those weeds. Now, Jesus, I think, wants us to focus specifically on these weeds because a weed chokes and destroys. And so the question, I think, that the Lord wants us to ponder today is what are the weeds that are destroying and that are choking our faith and our love for God? I've been praying this week specifically about fathers, mothers, and children. And what are the specific weeds that choke a father, that choke a mother, and that choke children. If you know me, you know I have a passion for family life. I love marriages, I love fathers, I love mothers, I love children, I love families that are living for the Lord, because today more than ever are we in need of that. If the family is destroyed, if the family is broken, then everything else goes. And that's why it's so important, and it's why I always pray and always push for this. For real families who are in love with God and who are serving Him completely. Because once the family goes, everything else goes. We're blessed here, right, in our churches, and really in the Chaldean church in general, to have so many young families, to have so many families who are in fire for the Lord. It's beautiful. So what is the weed that chokes the vocation of a father? Now, I was praying about this. I think that the weed that really chokes fathers is the love of money and the love of work. How many dads? We just work, 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 work. Money, 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 money. And we kind of deceive ourselves as fathers. And we say, well, I have to work this much because I have to provide for my family. Which is true. Provide for your family. But the Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. Work for what's necessary. Don't work for what's not necessary. For the extra things in life. Because fathers, when you die, when you're placed in a casket, you can take nothing with you. Literally nothing. The money you worked for, the business you started, it cannot go into the casket with you. The only thing you can take is your faith and your love for God. And this is why fathers today, more than ever, need to love God, to serve Him, and to be present to your family. If you're constantly working and you're not present to your family, the devil is easily going to come in and attack. Because remember in the gospel, when were the weeds sown into the field? It says when men were sleeping. A father needs to protect his family, a father needs to guide his family. And when a father is too busy working, 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 where's the protection? You're providing, but you're not protecting. Be present to your families, be a man of faith. It's literally a proven statistic. If a father goes to church, his kids will have faith greater than if he doesn't go to church. It's literally a 75% more chance. If a father goes to church, his kids have more of a 75% chance to go to church. If a father doesn't go to church, there's a 10% chance that his kids will go to church. Fathers, we need you to have faith. We need you to love God. Because the devil is creeping in and he's creeping in big time. And when a father doesn't have faith, his kids won't. Mothers. I think the weed that attacks and chokes mothers is comparison and jealousy. Constantly comparing what other people have, looking at what other people have. Mothers, your social media is a trap. It's a trap. Because when you're sitting all day on Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and Facebook and looking at what every other person is doing out there, you're comparing your marriage, you're comparing your family to them. And God does not want that. And mothers, when you do this, when you compare yourselves, when you fall into jealousy, ultimately what it leads to is materialism. Becoming more and more materialistic. Wanting more and more and more One of the craziest things that I just don't understand is a push present, okay? I don't understand a push present if you don't know what a push present is. It's a gift that a mother gets after she's delivered her child she's pregnant and The husband has to get her diamonds or a purse or something really really nice Listen mothers, I know your pregnancy was emotional, I know it was hard, I know you gained 40 pounds, you don't look like Kim Kardashian anymore, (laughs) but diamonds and a purse cannot even compare to the greatest gift God has given you. You're a mother! The greatest gift God can give you as a woman is to become a mother. How does that compare to some name brand thing. The greatest gift God can give you after your delivery is the child that you're holding in your hands. That is the greatest gift. That is the greatest blessing. So mothers, we need to learn to be content, to be satisfied, and to be thankful for the things that God has given us. Because if you allow the weeds of comparison and jealousy, to choke you. As a mother, your family will crumble. Your family will be destroyed. Children, speaking to myself even, the weed that chokes children, the weeds, are the weeds of pleasure and comfort. We're just constantly being taught today to just gratify ourselves, to please ourselves. And it's an instant pleasure, instant gratification. And when we constantly live in pleasure and comfort, kids, I'm speaking to you, when we constantly live like that, we become selfish and lazy. When we're constantly on our phones or playing games or even with our friends all day, we learn that life is just about feeling good and being comfortable. Well, kids, listen up, because life is not about being comfortable. And if you don't learn that now as kids, you're going to learn it in a very hard way when you're older. Today, more than ever, parents are just constantly giving, giving, giving whatever their kids want. And that's not good, because we're teaching kids, they don't have to work for anything. They don't have to do anything. Well, we'll just give because I love my kids, I'm their friends, I'm their best friends. You're not their best friend, OK? That doesn't make sense. You are their father, you are their mother, and you have to learn to be their father and mother before their friend. Children were not meant to live in pleasure and comfort, because it makes us selfish and lazy, and it leads us to think that faith is pointless, because faith does not feel good. The cross did not feel good. Love for God is not comfortable. It's uncomfortable. And so we need to learn to deny ourselves, to put our phones to the side, to put our social media to the side, to put our games to the side, to put even our friends to the side and realize that the one thing that is important in life is God and family. God and family. Think of it this way. A lot of kids, they just want to spend time with their friends. And especially teenagers. Teenagers, we forget how important our family is. Ugh, they're boring. They're constantly nagging me. My parents are constantly telling me what to do. And so what makes teenagers and even young adults to run away from their families and to just hang out with their friends. Well, let me tell you something. At the end of your life, kids, your friends are not going to be next to you. Your family will be next to you. Your family will be there. They are the most important thing in your life after God. Jesus gives us very clearly. He says, We can either be sons of the kingdom or sons of the evil one. So we have a choice to belong either to God or to the devil. Now, when we live for the love of money and work, when we live for comparison and jealousy, when we live for pleasure and comfort, we belong to the devil. We belong to Him. Jesus is saying, I want you to belong to the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not just in heaven. The kingdom of God is here and now. What do we pray in the Our Father? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's kingdom is here and now. God is here. So we need to live for Him. Put aside money. Put aside work. Put aside comparison and jealousy. Put aside pleasure and comfort and make God everything. One challenge today. Root out the weeds, these weeds in your life and then you will see how free you can become. Then you will realize how blessed you are. How thankful you are for what God has given you. Amen.